0: I just felt this pressure growing up to find that thing that I'm good at and to do it for God, which yeah. is a good thing. Sure, sure. But yeah. in talking with um, some of my other friends who are the same age as me, mm-hmm. there can be this pressure to do it right, or else God will be upset with us that we're squandering what God's yes. given us, that we're messing up his plan for us. Welcome to Real FM Rewind, B Side, where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Zoe. Welcome back to Real FM Rewind B-side.
1: We are Kara, Anson, and Zoe. Hanging hello, out. hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hanging out in the studio on a warm summer day. Hope you're having a great day and getting to maybe play in the water a little bit because wow, it is hot outside. <laughs> if there's any water left. If there's any water. It's left.
2: all evaporated. <laughs> yeah.
1: Get out <Yes>. quick. <laughs> Hopefully there's some. If not, there will be some on your skin because it's so humid. Anyway, that's kind of gross. <laughs> Moving on.
2: <laughs> it's time.
1: It's time for On Repeat. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to Anson. Okay,
2: Uh, Yeah, I'm talking about Heights again. A few weeks ago, I shared about his single, Need You. Yeah. He's back with another single, this time teaming up with uh, another artist named Sofika. And this song is called Set Me Free. So you might remember a few weeks ago when I was talking about Heights, this is the guy who was on America's Got Talent with his brother. And I don't remember, was that? I think I was with Isaac where I was showing that video. So I'll have to show Zoe the video Mm, as well. It's so good. Uh, This guy teams up with his brother. He was on America's Got Talent. He was kind of the keyboardist and musician. And his brother did a bunch of like singing impressions mm-hmm. and things like that. They're crazy talented, made like... I, I don't know. I don't actually watch America's Got Talent. So I'm not Me sure either. of the mechanics of how it works, but they made it like near the end of the show. Sweet. I don't think they won it, but they were like finalists, basically. Yeah, very good. Uh, so he's a really talented guy, basically a, a dance and pop artist that's kind of up and coming in the Christian music world. Hmm. And he had this uh, great song that is on Real FM that's playing now that I talked about a couple weeks ago now he's back with set me free teaming up with a new artist named sofika mm. uh, these artist names are kind of hard to pronounce because like <laughs> most of them nowadays <laughs> they don't have any vowels in them yep. yeah. Uh, yeah. heights is what he goes by sofika is uh, a 21 year old woman from germany Oh. and she's a christian artist that's kind mm. of an up-and-comer as well that's cool uh, a new vocalist and so yeah i really like this kind of team up that they have here and the thing that i love about this song is it's just a really really happy sounding song and i feel like i i love this especially this time of year like once you get into the summer and the sun is shining like you need those kind of like roll the windows down like just good time songs where you're like this just puts a smile on my face And makes me happier when I listen to it. Mm. You know, like we all have times where we need a good NF song. That's true. We need a ballad. Like We need to get into our feelings a little (laughs) bit. But then I think we also need that other side where you just have a song that like has a boppy rhythm. Yep. And a fun melody and some encouraging lyrics that you can just get into the mood Mm -hmm. of for summer as well and that's what this song is Mm -hmm. the chorus is i can feel the light in front of me surrounding everything i see your love is finally setting me free Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of this like celebration of like god's love and the freedom that it gives us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's like just the perfect summertime bop yeah i think Uh, and it's got this like really catchy kind of triplet rhythm Mm -hmm. um like chorus thing once it starts happening like it just I don't know. It's one of those (laughs) head bobbing, foot tapping kind of songs where you're like, you can't help but just kind of like get caught up in the rhythm of the song. (laughs)
1: It's a very, very catchy song. Yes. It's a whole
2: summer vibe song. love it. So yes, I am right in the middle of like needing summer vibe songs. So this is hitting me perfectly right now. Bring it on.
0: We interrupt this program to bring you a pause. All right, it's time to hit the pause button and earlier this week I kind of got into some of these stories about kids doing these like fulfilling their dreams kind of things, Mm -hmm. you know, just really inspiring fun stories, you know, seeing kids get to do the stuff that they're passionate about and it got me thinking about way back when I was in school, you know, what did I want to do when I wanted to grow Uh up? Do you guys have some at the top of your head Do you wanted to be when you grew up?
2: My mom says that when (laughs) I was like kindergarten and first grade, I told her that I wanted to be a cartographer.
0: Whoa!
1: <laughs> that <laughs> <is> <laughs> so cause random. I was a
2: weird kid. <laughs>
1: That is so kind it's like of
2: weird. Someone who makes maps. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So like I was always like sitting in class drawing maps of oh my everything. Wow. So like wow. fantasy worlds, like yeah. stuff in my head, like I would make continents and countries yeah. and things. Yeah. Or then I would even try to draw maps of my city with like roads and oh, like, wow. I don't know, just that was always that very interesting to me. Cool. Like how roads go together and country yeah. borders and all that kind of stuff. So are there, are there cartographers? Is that a thing? I mean, I mean there's people who work on Google was, Maps, yes, right? I was just of. gonna say, I guess they're cartographers probably
1: work on Google Maps yeah, now
2: that's probably <laughs> where I would be if I had followed that dream I guess
1: uh, I had lots of unrealistic ones that were all super so not like me They were all very athletic oh. I'm like, oh. soccer player I really wanted to be a pro soccer player for okay, a while yeah A very little bit <laughs> Uh, But then more realistically and closer to what I do now, I always wanted to be a writer of some Mm. sort. There was a time where I I drew a lot of little like silly cartoons and Mm. I thought being a cartoonist would be cool. But like a writer was probably more my realistic that kind of stayed true through the growing up years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was wanting to be a movie star, like an actress. Um, And then as I got a little bit older, uh, film director, which is still uh, a passion and dream of mine. Sure. But, you know, the things that we dream of as kids, kids don't always pan out (laughs) into adulthood, but all of this got me thinking about that idea of like, you know, our jobs as we get older, Mm. vocation Mm -hmm. calling, I growing up, maybe you guys can relate. I was told constantly as the older I got in my teen years, God gave you talents, the parable of the talents, you know, Mm. you don't want to bury your talents in the dirt, you know, and then you'll get sent to the place of gnashing teeth. (laughs) (laughs) You know,
1: like I just just remember this
0: parable and like, the idea that God has given you specific gifts, specific talents. Mm. I just felt this pressure growing up to find that thing that I'm good at and to do it for God, which yeah. is a good thing, sure, sure. But yeah, in talking with um some of my other friends who are the same age as me, mm. there can be this pressure to do it right or else god will be upset with us that we're squandering what god's mm. given us that we're messing up his plan for us mm. and in college time you know especially you're you're trying to get a degree so that you can do the vocation and do it right yeah but you know we mm. also know that many people will get a degree that doesn't line up with their job <laughs> yes. or they'll change career right. paths down the line and you have so many different jobs sometimes throughout your life mm-hmm. you know how do we make sense of this how do we make sense of you know What is this thing that God has called me to do that I'm supposed to do? But then what is our dream? What is our passion? Mm. What are we good at? And then what's reality? (laughs) You know, what if we're working, you know, at a coffee shop or we're working down at the bike store down the street or like whatever that small town or small first job is or your job right out of college, you can feel like you're not making God proud or you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing or you can feel like I feel sometimes very frustrated in that I have these big dreams, these big goals that I want to do for God, like make movies for God, you know, for example, right? Yeah. How do I get there, God? (laughs) But then I realized, okay, reality check, I am doing something for God. You know, even when I was working at the coffee shop, getting to smile at people who come in, I was like, you know what, this is Something for God. Right. So I was kind of wanting to know what were your experiences, you know, early adolescenthood, trying to find what is God calling? And then what am I actually doing? Like wrestling with that? Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah.
2: I think it's a totally relatable thing. First of all, certainly for me, I remember feeling a lot of those same pressures. And I think that's something that most people, most young people when you're in high school, going into college, especially Mm -hmm. if you're headed that direction, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of pressure, a lot of money, even just practical Mm -hmm. pressures behind figuring that out and getting that right. And then I think it's exacerbated kind of by this narrative that exists today. It kind of started, I think, with our generation, like the millennial generation, and now has continued for Gen Z and younger of this, like, you know, a lot of, younger generations now they don't work as hard they're grifters they Mm. have a hard time leaving the nest and getting out on their own and so it kind of like adds this pressure Mm. this narrative that like oh you're just going to become another one of those young teens Mm. who's like still living with their parents and Mm -hmm. not getting married and starting a family and having a job Mm -hmm. and doing all the like contributing to society let's check all the boxes
0: on this list you to
2: do yeah so i I totally Mm. agree i think there's a lot of pressure there I actually want to start for just a moment, though, I think with that parable of the talents. Yeah, sure. Let's go for it. I remember hearing that same thing growing up about like not burying our talents and, you know, using them for God. And then. I learned more about that parable and realized <laughs> that that has nothing to do with what that parable is talking about. Oh, wow. And, Please
0: educate and me. <laughs> I just
2: like it now. It turns into a thing that I think I'm like, I'm really frustrated by because I do think that's a story that's leveraged against people in a way to, that like creates and exacerbates this pressure and it's just not what the parable is about oh, <laughs> like, man. Like, wow. okay first of all talents that's a that's a word for money money right yeah has yeah. nothing to do with
1: with your actual with your talents, actual talents <laughs> yes. as we
2: use it in the english language <laughs> yeah just a homonym coincidence right that those use words happen, and that's why we're drawn to like making that comparison right, right? Hmm. it's also not about money what was well, jesus wait, what? about what was jesus about what building the about? kingdom of God. Right. Uh, like, oh. So God has equipped us to like bring the kingdom of God into fruition Right. And that's what he wants us to do is to is to fulfill the great commission. Right. And so it's about building the kingdom of God, not about like using our practical talents or our money. Like those are tools that we can use towards building the kingdom of God. Right. But it goes actually perfectly with what you were just talking about of like, can I build the kingdom of God as a barista?
0: Yes. Yes, Yes.
2: absolutely. Because I have the opportunity (laughs) to interact with other people, to build them up, to share the gospel and God's love with them. Mm -hmm. Right. In some ways, maybe you could do that even more effectively than you could as a movie director. I I mean, you could totally reach people that way, too. Mm -hmm. But like one thing isn't any more special than another when it comes to like sharing God's love with people. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think if we understood that God doesn't need us, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you know, he doesn't, we don't have like this one special thing about us that if Anson gets off track and doesn't, become a cartographer <laughs> yep. and yeah. becomes a radio DJ instead. God's up there going like, Oh man, oh, no, my whole plan right, is off now. And now I got to go find a Like, I don't, I don't know how to be a cartographer. Are, now the yeah. Anson's not here. Like, what am I going to do? Right. So like, <laughs> yes, we have talents. We have gifts that we've been given by God and mm. using them can be part of kingdom building. Yeah. That's a, that's a way to build the kingdom. It's like, it's a means to an end. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. the end in and of itself. Does that make sense? I think that's a big part of where we get off. I remember like thinking you know for God to be pleased with me like I've got to figure out the thing that he wants me to do. A
1: thousand percent.
2: And when I say the thing he wants me to do I mean like should I be a lawyer or should yeah. I be a, like, but the thing that God wants me to do is love people
1: right? <laughs> right. right. No.
2: and I can do that in a variety of vocations yeah. Yeah. and I just don't think God is sitting up there going like,
1: mm.
2: if Anson doesn't figure out the specific vocation that I have yes. in mind for him for the rest of eternity, he's going to yeah. miss it yeah, and he's right. going to not fulfill his purpose in life. My purpose in life is to love God and to love others Yeah, and yeah. vocation is serves that greater purpose yeah i've gotten that backwards for so much of my life Mm -hmm. and it's messed me up a lot
0: (laughs) Wow, you've kind of given me like this light bulb shattering moment in my brain like telling me about the parable like just my whole like like, childhood (laughs) teenage years have been like (laughs) like my whole understanding now that's well it just it makes
2: and it makes sense like why we do this there are some real practical concerns to this Mm -hmm. discussion, right? When I was in college, I decided like, you know what I think I want to do? I want to go into broadcasting. My mom was like, what? (laughs) to <laughs> go be on the, she's like do you understand sorry, what the yeah. salaries that christian oh, radio djs make like are yeah. you going to be able to care for a family yeah i was very successful academically she was like you could go be a lawyer you could right. go be you could go have a very successful career somewhere right. and i was like yeah but i don't want to yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then after some discussion about it she was totally in my corner and totally yeah. supportive mm-hmm. but those are real Practical concerns, right? Like, I have Mm -hmm. to have a job. I have to make some money. Like, I would prefer for it to be doing something I enjoy doing. Right. Like, those are the things that are right in front of us all the time. Right. You could very easily, like, diminish all those concerns. Yeah. Just be like, none of that matters. (laughs) The only thing that matters is serving the Lord. Yes. It's like, well, okay, that's not quite it either so we we can get our priorities out of whack in a lot of different ways i guess is what i'm trying to say
1: i remember many 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 days pacing around campus with great anxiety in my soul about (laughs) like like literally i remember phone calls about this i remember journaling about it i remember just agonizing and even after graduating because i i felt some pretty strong Direction that brought me to the college that I was at and the specific major that I was in, but I graduated in the middle of the last recession, which was super Ooh. fun. Uh, so it took I'm me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it <laughs> took me a year to find a, a job, right? And so in that, I had that whole year to doubt: Am I doing yeah. what I'm supposed to be doing, and why am I not doing it yet? Why am I? mowing the lawn for my dad (laughs) why am i you know doing all these little jobs this isn't what i'm supposed to be doing and then i got a job in the industry i thought i was supposed to be in had a rough experience at Mm. that job and then spent another year basically going i don't even know if that's the right path that i thought i was on and so i literally would sit in front of the computer every night and just like page through graduate schools and degrees and jobs. And I would just stare at the computer and I'd just be like, what am I supposed to do with my life? I have Mm -hmm. no idea. I worked for a little bit at a chiropractor's office, hated it. (laughs) Like, It was an agonizing time. So I know exactly what you're talking about. But what's crazy is like, I, I feel like most of the moves that that got me to where I'm supposed to be were not even like that intentional on my part half the time yeah. like it was just yeah. me going God I have no idea what <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to be doing but I I do want to love you I do want to serve you I want to love other people I'm just not sure how I'm supposed to do that yeah and yeah. so you got to put me where you want me because
2: I don't <laughs> even know and to be honest I feel like <laughs> that is probably like the single simultaneously most amazing and frustrating thing about this conversation yes when things seem to like kind of click into place it's usually when you're not trying that hard right like things just happen things just happen and it just falls (sighs) into place that's simultaneously amazing, like <laughs> when it does happen. And really frustrating when you're not there, right. right? Because you're like, I just want that for me. Maybe you have friends or other yeah. people that you're like, mm-hmm. they've found their thing or things have fallen into place yeah. for them and it hasn't for me. Yeah. And then that's when that feeling creeps in of, I must be doing something wrong. Yeah. Well, there must mm-hmm. be something wrong with me. Yeah. And yet, When we try to force it, that's when it seems to even break apart even more. It's so true. And that's really, really hard for people Mm -hmm. that are in the middle of that. It is such
0: a balancing act of what do we let go and give to God Mm -hmm. and then what is God calling upon us to do Right, because we do have to like make some choices, do some actions. Right. Mm -hmm. We don't sit on our butts and be like, okay, God, give me my dog. I remember in high school, my dad, like
2: (laughs) fill out applications. You you can't just sit at home and one will magic. And he was right. I did have to do some of that. Yeah, Yeah. totally. That is
0: kind of the balancing act that I'm in right now is Mm. figuring out, okay, what are the steps that I need to take to be proactive, to be responsible, to be a good adult. And then what do I have to let go to God to have peace about to not stress over And this has just happened to me at so many points in my young adult life where I'm so stressed. Yeah. You know, I'm like, how is this going to happen? And Mm -hmm. then God does something right. (laughs) And he gets it all to fall into place. And Like what I tell the young people that I talk to who are in college right now and they're feeling this pressure and this anxiety, you know, there's lots of money on the line. There's all of this stress. Like, I'm like, just let God do it. You know, it's so hard, but it doesn't matter what degree you get. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, sometimes sometimes you end up in a completely different place and that's okay. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I
2: think like somehow, and this is so easy to say and Mm. so seemingly at times impossible to Mm -hmm. do. Yeah. How can we... Hold both of these things at the same time. Do the next right thing. Yes. Right. is the phrase that comes to mind, what is the next thing that I need to do? And at the same time, maintaining this deep underlying sense of trust. Like I I think that open handedness is it's trust, right? Like, like I'm going to do the next right thing, but I'm also simultaneously going to trust that God's got me. Mm -hmm. He's got the big picture and he's going to work it out. That doesn't mean Mm -hmm. I sit back and just wait for it to happen. I got to do the next right thing. Mm -hmm. But that also doesn't mean that I have to do the next right 768 things to achieve the perfect outcome. I'm going to do what I need to do. And I'm also going to trust. Yeah. Right. But trying to live in that like tension <laughs> that, between those yes. two things is really, Walking really hard. Walking a
0: tightrope. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and I'm glad you said that word because that is something that one of my good friends, and she's actually an author as well, and she's helped me through a lot of these seasons. Holly Girth, she's talked about how a lot of her life, she's seen God's will, and I think we all do. You see it as a tightrope. You see it as like, I have to walk this really narrow tightrope. And if I don't do this exactly right, if I fall off one side or the other, then God is going to hate me. I think that is more than anything like what you need to hear in a season like this is No, God is not up there going like, yep, you got to make sure you walk that tightrope or I'm Mm -hmm. done with you. Like, that's Mm -hmm. not how this works. He knows. There's Mm -hmm. so many verses that talk about this, you guys. He knows how we are formed, that we are dust. Mm. This is not a tightrope. It makes me think of like
2: uh, when uh, like little kids do gymnastics and they're like learning to walk on a balance beam. Yeah. What they're actually doing when they start is they have a balance beam on the floor. So it's like (laughs) you're literally just walking (laughs) along the floor on the
1: floor. And guess
2: what's going to happen? You're You're probably going to fall off. You're gonna fall down on your face like a little four-year-old does yes you're gonna smash your face on the floor yeah. and, go, ah, and then the, someone's gonna come along God's gonna come along and pick you back up that. And set you back up hey yes. well, let me hold your hand and I'll walk right yep. along this let's keep you know, going really mm-hmm. scary tightrope on yes. the floor with you, yes. like,
1: <laughs> that. you know, yeah on I that. think
2: that's such so much more of a like a healthy picture of what's yes. actually yes. happening so much this, more hopeful this yeah. yeah picture that we come up with of yeah I'm precariously balancing up here in one wrong mm-hmm. move and God's gonna reject me yeah Yes.
0: And on that Mm. note, one last thing I kind of wanted to mention, I was talking to a young person about these big decisions in life that they were trying to make. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Okay, this is the best advice that I can give you is don't be afraid to make the wrong choice, because whatever choice you make. God's going to use it. Mm. And I think that can be helpful to take some pressure off of us as we're making big life decisions. Like what calls Mm. do I go to? What major do I get? Which person do I date and marry? Like those big things. I like to remember, okay, whatever decision I make, even if it turns out to be the quote unquote wrong one, God's going to use it. I'm going to learn Mm. from it. I'm going to grow from it. Or maybe I do make the quote unquote right choice. Like whatever it is, God's (laughs) going to use it. Mm -hmm. It's good. Yeah. Fast forward.
1: Now it's time for fast forward. My turn to tell you about what I am looking forward to. And my thing that I'm looking forward to has to do with cats. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think I know where this is going. You mm-hmm. saw this coming. Yes. Okay. A little sneaky so, yes. yes. So I told you about my brother and sister-in-law who have 10 cats right now, mm-hmm. because one of the cats they brought home, surprise, had kittens. <laughs> surprise. Um, and so we went to visit the cats and the kittens mm-hmm. and I told y'all like, okay, you better pray for me. Cause like, I probably, yep. I'm probably not allowed to have any more cats. <laughs> not that I don't want more cats, right, right. but I'm probably Your not allowed. going to
2: be like, yeah, I don't know that we need Yeah,
1: exactly. Cats. Yeah. And that's fair. I get it. We live in a small apartment and I love my cats. I was trying to be good about it. <laughs> But we uh, went to visit the kittens. We played, played, played. And then uh, my brother asks my husband, so how many can I put you down for? (laughs) And he's like, "Uh, negative one. And so (laughs) I was like, "Okay, okay." We're sitting and playing. And pretty soon, Cody reaches down and he picks up this little, little baby cat named Gilbert. And Gilbert falls asleep in Cody's lap. Oh. And it's really cute. But then for the next like 30 minutes, Gilbert, like he'll wake up and he'll snuggle a little closer and then he'll wake up and he'll snuggle just a little bit closer mm-hmm. and every time he gets cuter and cuter and cuter <laughs> oh my God. and he uh-huh. ends up like up against his side like his head all leaned back and Aww. he's just like floppy kitty he's yeah. so adorable and as this is happening I'm just sitting and watching I'm not saying anything just watching just your husband get
2: worn it. down yes, in real time totally. <laughs> And I just look
1: at him, and he keeps like looking up at me and giving me this look, like, "What is happening?" Right? And, fi- and, and at one how point, much did you pay that cat? Yeah, for
2: that? I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. I how swear. many cans of tuna? Yeah. Exactly. And my brother and sister-in-law are over there watching. They're like, "Oh, he's never done that. Oh, he doesn't uh, yeah, do that yeah. with people. Oh, wow, Cody, he really—that's—that's that's not normal." So we we leave. We go home that night, and and I ask him, "Oh, so so are we taking a cat home?" You know, kind of jokingly. Yeah. And he's like well, I don't know. We've got these two trips coming up and I just don't know if we would want to leave them together alone. And so I'm not sure, but I don't know. And I was like, (laughs) wait, he's actually considering this. That's a very far (laughs) cry
2: from negative one. Yes!
1: yes, Very different response. And so we start talking about it. Reverb is my cat. Like, really. He's he's a mama's boy. Cody loves him and will try to pet him and give him affection. (laughs) Mm. He resists it. And he was like, well, do we really need another cat? And I was like, well... It was really cute seeing him all like curled up next to you. And maybe you need a cat. Yeah. 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 Maybe Reaver needs some exercise. Like someone would like chase <laughs> yeah. him around. And yeah. he was like, yeah, I've thought of all that. Of all that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. It's
2: oh, by this nice. point, I mean. I know. Even based on just the story you've told so far. I know. Like, Anyone who's ever actually gotten a pet knows like. Oh, yeah. That's a done deal. Yeah, it's a, we're like, gone. Once you get that far <laughs> down oh, yeah. the road, I know. Like, there's I know. no turning back it's now. It's so funny.
1: <laughs> it's been the cutest thing ever, y'all. He has been talking to Reverb about his little brother. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. He's been like,
1: what's that? You do want a little brother? <laughs> <laughs> soon enough, Reverb. Soon enough. Uh-huh. And then yesterday he was like, can you say Gilbert? <laughs> oh, cutest thing ever That's adorable. <laughs> so i'm really enjoying this i always thought he wanted a dog that we would never get another cat so i'm hoping that this cat will just love him and yes. like yeah. be all cuddled up to him because i think it, it needs to be his cat
2: gilbert has captured his heart
1: he has and so we were we were sitting around joking about this last night and i was like yeah Reverb and i'll be over here sitting on the couch and cody goes what's that is Cody? Cody and Gilbert are out building a tent? Like, what's that? <laughs> it's there. like an adventure cat. His adventure cat. Like, <laughs> his adventure oh cat. My I was like, oh yes. Right around this and, truck with him. Yeah, yeah. Gilbert and Reverb are water skiing? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. So that's what I'm looking forward to. We don't know exactly when he will come home yet. All right. We're still working out some logistics. To keep us
2: up to date. Yeah. We'll keep you up to date. Gilbert's homecoming. Gilbert. Gilbert.
1: And pray for Reverb. Love it. Poor <laughs> Reverb. He's going to yeah, have a Reverb's bit of Reverb's
2: going to change a little. It's about to explode.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I still love him. I'll still shower him with love. <laughs> but he may be in hiding for (laughs) a couple of weeks. (laughs) So anyway, that's going to do it for us today, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you have an awesome
0: week and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind.